It is Victory Monday here on the DK Steelers podcast. Your Pittsburgh Steelers pulled out another W. That's right. They're 6-0. They took down the Tennessee Titans 27-24. Mm, soaking it, Steelers fans. Enjoy that. Because your Pittsburgh Steelers are 6-0. And they just beat one of the only remaining undefeated teams left. I'm Chris Carter here, your your host here on the DK Steelers podcast. This show is just going to be about taking in the win. I ain't trying to hear all that negativity. We'll do that in another segment. I ain't trying to hear all this negativity about, oh, no, no, they did give up a play here and there, and the offense needed to do better. Nah, get that out of here. They just went on the road. On the road. To beat an undefeated team. The same undefeated team that went on the road last year and wiped out Tom Brady and the Patriots. And then wiped out Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. The same Lamar Jackson and the Ravens that we're told that the Steelers can't possibly hang with this year. That's just like, come on. I look at this and I say, I, I, I say there's so many positives to take away from this game. Yes, you can find negatives. We'll pick at some of the weaknesses later. But Steelers fans, if you could, if, if you, if you, would you, would you rather be five and one with five blowouts and a loss, or would you rather be six and zero right now with the way that the Steelers have played? You'd rather be six and zero. You'd rather be 6-0. And the way that they continue to win is all in different ways. These are very good things. And they're not fluky wins. They're wins where they establish themselves in the game. There's not like several lucky plays where a, a pass gets bounced off of two guys and then caught and then just happens to run into the end zone. Or, you know, the other team makes a bunch of gaffes where they just hand you the ball and you would, you'll never get those again. No. This was the number two offense in the NFL. They were scoring more than 30 points per game. And the Steelers held them to 24. And they might have held them to more if the Steelers offense kicked into high gear in the second half. But in that first half, Ben looked his normal, efficient, on-fire self. Coming out, throwing two touchdowns to Deontay Johnson, who was back in full effect. Making plays. Breaking ankles. The first touchdown was so impressive. It was a slant route. Ben sees Deontay. Now, mind you, the, like the couple plays before, Jeffrey Simmons, the rookie defensive lineman for the Titans, he was getting up in Ben's face. He was like, he, and he was hitting him, and he looked like he was talking to him. And there, like there was the right the play, like right before the, the the touchdown pass, you could see Ben kind of look at him and say something like, "Okay, okay, young buck." And then Ben throws a dart through the through right past two Titans defenders. And then, like, David DeCastro tried to hug him and was like, yeah, man, we did it. Ben's like, get off me. Now, where's that rookie at? Let me, I got to let him know something. And that kind of play went all the way out. And I'll say this. Jeffrey Simmons did acquit himself really well. He had a tip pass that led to an interception. But Ben looked sharp early. Second half, okay, we'll get to that later. James Conner, 20 carries, over, over 80 yards. Not spectacular, but very solid. Caught another 29 uh, in the receiving game. Had a play 
where he would have had more rushing yards had had Ben Roethlisberger just gotten rid of this one play in one of the earlier touchdown drives. Ben, on second down, panics with pressure in his face, and he turns around and he just tries to flick it to Connor, but it's like such a bad flick that Connor's in trouble and he has to like snag it. He he just goes to the ground because there's people all around him. If if Connor slaps it down and tries to say, "Oh, it's an incomplete pass," it wouldn't have been incomplete because it was behind Ben. It would have been a fumble and a huge turnover. Huge awareness on him to save that drive. Stuff like that you gotta appreciate. He does. He James Connor's been a warrior for this Steelers team. He's really been a warrior his whole football career, to be honest. But he was a warrior in this game for his team. Deontay Johnson, the playmaker. Cutting people in and out. Showing how elusive and explosive he is. His first touchdown was a great catch in traffic. His second touchdown, I mean, Ben just gave it to him. He put on one move. Dude never stood a chance. This team has so many ways to beat you. And Juju Smith-Schuster led the team in receiving yards with 85 on nine catches. Just finding different ways to beat you. Tough catches, third down catches, going low catches, catches in traffic. This team finds all the different ways. Gerald Hawkins, the sixth offensive tackle that they brought back. The guy they drafted from LSU in the fourth round like four years ago that never really came to, to be anything because of his injuries. And then they had to let him go. And then he got scooped up. And then he was with the Buccaneers. And they brought him back for practice squad. And now he's on the team as the sixth offensive lineman. Guess what? He's kicking butt out there. They're running the ball. Benny Snell had a rushing touchdown. They're spreading it out on offense. And defense, they're finding different ways to win. Robert Spillane, hello. Robert Spillane came in there and was, was, was doing business. Now, he only had three tackles, but that tackle on Derrick Henry at the goal line was spectacular. Now, granted, he's not going to be the dude that's going to chase through screens. He's not going to go sideline to sideline, but he played well. As did the defensive front. Derrick Henry only had 75 yards on 20 carries. He averages 117 per game. So that average is coming down. But, I mean, they held him 40 yards under his average. They did their jobs. And, yes, the, the Titans came surging late in the game. And that was that was scary and all. But they're the number two offense in the league for a reason. They've been, they've been undefeated, too, for a reason. Other teams are good, too. We'll get more to that later. Oh, so many good things to feel about this team, guys. This team could be really special. We'll talk more about that right after this. Back to the DK Steelers podcast. I'm your host Chris Carter. Let's keep talking about this game because I look at different parts of this game and I see really interesting schematics here from the Steelers that tested the Titans' defense early. Intermediate passing, picking apart guys underneath, testing the Titans' resolve in certain situations, finding and and those were the passes that Deontay Johnson would catch and then weave out of, or Juju would catch and then make a play on. A third down play where Ben Roethlisberger finds Ebron deep down the middle of the field. Great plays on his part. 
Ben looked efficient early. Now, the flip came in the second half. I don't want to say that Ben stopped seeing the field because I don't think that was the answer. I think the answer was more so that... I think the answer was more so that Ben... They didn't take... They took their foot off the gas to go in a different direction. Not that they didn't want to keep scoring. But they stopped attacking the way that, the way that they attacked the Titans all through the first half. They tried to run more draws. They tried to catch them off guard with different things. And hey, I get mixing it up. That's what this offense has done all year. And it just didn't work that time. But still, there were times where there were opportunities. And I felt Ben did miss the field. And there were times he didn't see it properly. Now, again, that doesn't mean he wasn't reading or trying to read. He just missed some guys. And that's going to happen to every quarterback. It happens to Tom Brady. It happens to Drew Brees. It happened to Peyton Manning. Uh, it happens to Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, all the guys. It happens to, to everybody who's great in this game. But when the defense started, you know, having some cracks in it, as all defenses do in today's NFL, they needed Ben Roethlisberger to step up and make the plays, and he didn't really get to do that. Now, the first interception, not really all on him. He was throwing a Hail Mary because the Steelers had just suffered a false start and only had like 11 seconds or 19 seconds, however much time was left. But he threw up a deep pass that was intercepted, basically a Hail Mary pass. That's that's different. The second pass, Jeffrey Simmons just tipped it at the line. Um, not as much on Ben, just more of a, you know, hey, good play by the Titans and the ball bounced their way. The third interception was on Ben, and he even took credit for doing so. Uh, you looked at the the pass and it, it looks like it's the right call because there's a linebacker you know coming up on Juju following him down the middle of the field in the middle of a cover two defense but the ball's a little low and Juju has to kind of reach over the back of the guy and this is a linebacker who's pretty thick so Juju's trying to do that and in doing so it kind of bounces around bounces up and the Titans wind up with an interception in the end zone there giving them life for a comeback where if, if Ben, I know it was third down, he wanted to take a shot, but also there was James Washington just coming over the middle of the field with nobody by him. That would have been a play where James Washington could have turned up, used his big frame and maybe trucked somebody to get a first down or at the worst you get a field goal and then you're up six with your defense on the field. And sure. The Titans missed the field goal at the end of the game. But they probably would have had to try a lot harder to get a to get a touchdown on that on that drive. Um, it ended up working out. I, I'm not I'm not saying this to 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 chastise Ben, but I am saying this to uh, I am saying this to say I think that there 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 was that point where they kind of realized okay these are the points where we need to sharpen up. But this is the thing I've seen Ben sharpen up a lot more this year. I've seen him take on. The challenge a lot more seriously of of pushing himself of uh, of uh, you know taking criticism seriously of of critiquing himself seriously and in doing so I really think he um I, I really think he did he did a, he 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 he's going to be able to continue this I think he's going to be able to to fight down fight this through the line and through the season because I like the way that he has approached everything this year. Uh, you look at years past where he would be kind of like sarcastic to the media and snarky and, and and he has every right to do that. I'm not saying he doesn't, but you don't see that as much in that now. You see him just focusing on his job and getting better and you see him being a leader at every, at every instance. There's so many things to like about his approach this year. So many things. Gotta love it. 
Ben Roethlisberger doing his thing. Vince Williams leading the team with 10 tackles. He had a really good game. Had a sack on Ryan Tannehill where he abused Derrick Henry. Joe Hayden, an unsung play at the end of the game. Third down. Tannehill's looking deep to Corey Davis. Figures, hey, let's take the shot. Hayden never really makes contact with him. Rides him down the sideline. Pinches him to the sideline. Makes it so that if Tannehill's going to make that throw, it has to be the greatest throw of all time. It has to be Eli Manning in Super Bowl 42 to Mario Manningham. It has to be Ben Roethlisberger to San Antonio Holmes in Super Bowl 43. It has to be that great, and it wasn't. And that led to the field, to the field goal. Also, Terrell Edmonds, shout out to him, two major pass breakups. One that saved a touchdown. One that, 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 uh, that forced a third down stop. I mean, geez. The, 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 I know people want to get mad at the secondary, and Minka did take a bad angle on that one. I think that was really honestly just because Minka thought it was getting tipped by Vince Williams, and it wasn't on the A.J. Brown 74-yard touchdown catch. But um, all in all, this secondary continues to look good. And they even put, put in Justin Lane this week because Mike Hilton was, was, uh, was out. So I meant Cam Sutton had to play a little bit more inside, and they brought Justin Lane out. And I didn't notice Justin Lane being a liability. He looked, he looked fine. He acquitted himself well. I think that he's doing a fine job. Um, defensive front as usual. Stephon Tuitt bringing it. Didn't get a sack, but did get, uh, did get his, um, uh, did get his, a, uh, uh, his, his, he did force a, an intentional grounding. Excuse me. Uh, he did force an intentional grounding on the final drive that pushed the Titans back and ultimately helped them stop the drive. Really thought he did a good job considering everything that was going on. Uh, this is this is again. This team has so many ways to beat you, and even in a game where they made several mistakes, not capitalizing on the on the botched punt at the end of the first half. Ben Roethlisberger's three interceptions, mind you, they were they were down three in the turnover margin, and they won this game on the road against an undefeated opponent. That's huge. That's ridiculously huge. And I think that that's a that's a huge statement for what this uh, this team has been able to do so far is that they could uh, again the diverse ways of finding ways to win. Oh, you you want to stop the pass? Oh, we'll run the ball. Oh, you want to stop the run? Oh, we can throw to this guy. Oh, you want to cover that guy? We throw to the other guy. Chase Claypool, they were doubling him all game. They were putting safeties over top of him. I mean, he was getting the AB treatment, and they just went went to everyone else. That's why you don't trade Juju Smith Schuster. That's why you rock with the talent that you got right now. They're stacked. Let them be stacked. And the defense, again, the pass rush is there. The run stopping's there. The secondary has aggressive and athletic players. And sure, maybe that's the weakest spot of the defense is hitting the secondary up and catching them here and there. But guess what? They're more than competent enough that if you make a mistake, they'll make, they'll, they'll make you pay for it, as Minka did last week to Baker Mayfield, who threw five touchdowns this week. Lots of great stuff here. We'll be going through, through it all throughout the week. We got Dale Lolly. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take one more break here. We come back. Uh, normally we do. Uh, we normally we do. Uh, don't get me started. I'm not gonna rant today. I'm gonna do another. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my game ball segment in the third segment with Showtime. We're gonna talk a little bit of fantasy football too. We had some really good performers today uh, or Sunday. Uh, but uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. It's the sort of the wrap up edition of Showtime. Uh, getting you, getting you know, kind of letting you know who all, did all what throughout the week. Right after this.
All right, it was showtime for your Pittsburgh Steelers over this weekend, so let's go over the top performers in our game balls here. Now, last week, of course, I, as always, I predict who I think we're going to get game balls. I believe I said, uh, I believe I said I was I was going to go with uh, Bud Dupree, uh, James Conner, and I think I said Chase Claypool. But I'm honestly, uh, I can't give it to you. Know, Claypool didn't do anything, so you can't give it to him. Uh, my first game ball goes to Vince Williams. Ten tackles, one sack, kept the help keep the defense together. Robert Spillane did play well. Um, I, I kind of want to give him a game ball. I kind of want to give him a game ball. But before I give it to him, I got to give it to Deontay Johnson. Nine catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Spectacular. Did drop a touchdown in tight coverage on a free play, but still played extremely well for the Steelers. They missed him, obviously. Led the team in targets. Um, heck of a job by him in this game, and uh, loved what you, loved what you saw out of him. Uh, to, you know, in total with this game, um, and, and you look across the board. This is a very much a team win. I got to give my other game ball as much as I want to give it to Splain. I got to give it to Juju because he caught nine passes for eighty five yards. Several of those were third downs, converting tough plays, big hits out there fighting this dude and i've said this on the don't get me started segments of the podcast this dude you know when when other people score he celebrates with them he's and he seems genuinely happy and celebrating and helping them helping them celebrate and people are mad because it's like oh he, he wants to hog the spot like no because if he wasn't there then you'd be saying oh he doesn't like that they're celebrating he doesn't like that other people are scoring and he, he's 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 just being a happy successful talented athlete in the nfl for your pittsburgh steelers so there you go my game balls vince williams deontay johnson juju smith schuster heck of a game by all three there robert Splane honorary game ball only had three tackles and did have that big hit on derrick henry just didn't do enough for me but he filled in nicely uh he would certainly get like if if uh, if, if the nfl did uh decals on helmets yeah, i'd slap a skull a skull decal on his helmet because uh that he certainly gets the respect of the defense in that in that instance there um so uh so great stuff by the Steelers across the board in the NFL it was a pretty crazy uh day for 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 some people lighting up points um Giovanni Bernard stepped in if you were a Giovanni Bernard owner uh you loved every bit of his performance um you uh um, you you saw you you came in put up like twenty one points, uh in in the in the game in fan in fantasy football filling in for Joe for Joe Mixon I was able to snag him in uh, about two or three leagues the last second, uh because I saw him that's that's another thing watch that waiver wire man watch the waiver wire in fantasy football, um, other people that really did well Devonte Adams back to form thirty one point six points, uh thirteen catches one hundred ninety six yards and two touchdowns Oof, that was bad. Jeff Wilson for the for the Niners, 112 yards, three touchdowns. That's tough. Ran right over the New England Patriots. Justin Herbert, your top quarterback performer so far. Um, he's got we got we still got more football to play this week, but 347 yards, three touchdowns, and a rush, three passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. He went berserk against the Jaguars. Really good stuff there. Tom Brady right behind him, four touch, four four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. The, uh, the Buccaneers look scary, I will say that much. James Robinson stepped up 
for you fantasy owners. If uh, you might want to consider him starting him again this week with 119 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, and four catches for 18 yards, and another touchdown. Um, so really good performance from him there. The Chiefs defense went ballistic in this one. Uh, three sacks, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, three recovered fumbles just all across the board. Great job on their part. Tyler Lockett doing the business. I'm literally recording this during the uh, during the, the, the Seahawks-Cardinals game, and he already has eight catches for 133 yards and two touchdowns. He's probably going to get more. So great stuff on his part there. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, even though even in the loss, still through, still put together two passing touchdowns. A decent day from him. AJ Brown against the Steelers. Got to not got to give him his respect. Six catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, really good day was the was the big the brightest spot for the Titans on offense. Of course, Deontay Johnson, nine catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. You'll also love to see that performance. Teddy Bridgewater continues his run of good performances even in the loss. Antonio Gibson, the running back for, for Washington, 128 yards and a rushing touchdown. Gotta love it. So several big players that showed up on Showtime. Um, stay tuned. We always give you a Showtime segment at the end of the week. This is sort of a recapping of what happened over the week. We predict who our top Steelers will be with game balls. Then we go over who we think that you could bet on in, in fantasy football for the upcoming week. Thanks for listening to the DK Steelers podcast. Be sure to stay tuned uh, for the rest of the week. We got Dale Lolly joining the show tomorrow with me. We're going to have some fun talking with him about this game. Uh, and then we're going to get you ready for the rest of the week. we got a lot of great stuff here. Don't miss DK's Daily Shot and all the other shows here on the DK Podcast Network. Do subscribe to the to, to our podcast network. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Check out the work we do on DKPittsburghSports.com. Uh, we got a lot of great content up covering this win. Uh, I'll have my Carter's Classroom column up uh, by Tuesday morning. Uh, so we have a lot of great stuff there. Um, also, please rate us five stars. Leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts. Doing so really helps out the show. Thanks again for listening to the DK Pod Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. I'll be back in your ears with Dale Lolly tomorrow.